Hey y'all, welcome to Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy. I am glad that you're back or here for the first time. Whichever way you signed on to listen to this shit show and I hope you enjoy it today. I am your host and I am going to be Mia Farrow today in Rosemary's Baby. Um, Fantastic movie if you haven't seen it. It's quite astounding to see. Such a great movie that I have to say was well, well, well before its time. Um, The director, Roman Polanski, he's problematic. But aside from that, still a fantastic fucking movie. Um, So let's get this shit so started today. Before we get into our topic and what we're talking about, I first want to let you know, of course, you can reach out to me and find the podcast on all of the socials at Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy, or you can do at Lifestyle GBB on any social media platform and you will be able to find me, your host, AJ or Mia Farrow. (laughs) that's what it's going to be. You can also interact with the show and feel free to send me DMs, like comment things that I post online, send me topics to talk about. And if there's just something that you want to hear, you know, say it. I can't promise it's going to automatically be put in the show, but it can be there and can be there for great, great, great reasons. Um, Also, if you want to reach out to the show, please feel free to do so by email at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G as in gay, B as in black, B as in boy, at gmail.com. And I'll be sure to read your emails. Um, You know what? We're going to change the limit of how many curse words you can give me. So I am going to give y'all today the big old bargain price of 11 curse words that you can use towards me. And then your email or your messages or your DMs before I stop reading. After I get to the 11th curse word and it's not going anywhere, then I just guess that you're fuck shit damn out of luck. So I don't know what to tell you, but I'll at least make sure that I try to read that much and see what the letter was about. Um, So, y'all, it is almost the end of July. Um, We are more than halfway through the year. And it has been one heck of a year. I feel like we went from watching the New Year's ball drop to being stuck in our homes to seeing craziness on television and in real life all at the same damn time. Um, It's been one hell of a year. And, you know, I can only imagine what the second half of this year is going to bring. But before we get into today's topic... I want to go over some of these like news headlines that we've been seeing um, that are really good. So in St. Louis, there was a couple who stood outside of their house while there were Black Lives Matter protesters walking by their house with guns. These protesters were not attacking their property. They weren't doing anything to their property. They were simply marching by. But the couple decided to come out their house Um, A man and woman, uh, both of them are cisgendered and white. Uh, The woman had a pistol. The husband had a long gun. I don't actually know if it was a shotgun or a rifle, um, but the husband had a long gun. And they said that they felt threatened and they were trying to protect their property. That's what they said they were doing. 
So that couple, um, so beautifully in St. Louis, their circuit attorney on Monday said Patricia and Mark McCloskey. Oh, they sound like fucking murderers. Like that is like a serial killer last name, McCloskey. McCloskey murders. So Patricia and Mark are charged with unlawful use of a weapon, which is an E-class felony, um, which is very, very beautiful. Uh, They illegally waved their weapons and threatened people in a manner out on the street um, for no reason. There was actually no reason at all. The attorney who's going to be, I guess, prosecuting the case is attorney Kimberly Gardner. Um, And she said in her statement that these could be... Uh, that it's illegal to wave weapons in a threatening manner at those participating in a nonviolent protest. And while we are fortunate that the situation did not escalate to deadly force, this type of conduct is unacceptable in St. Louis, um, which I love, love, love is very beautiful. So this couple, if you haven't seen the video of them, it's quite interesting because the wife kind of looks like um, Carol Baskin from Tiger King. If you haven't seen Tiger King, it's a great documentary on Netflix. It is hilariously funny. Um, And the part that makes it even funnier is that it's all real life. Like, it's all real life shit, and you're like, no way could the world be crazier than the shit we see coming out of the White House. And this, like, takes the cake. Oh my god. Takes the cake. But the wife looks like Carol Baskin, and she comes out into her front lawn, uh, frizzled hair. She has on a white and black striped shirt, and she's pointing a gun at the protesters, and she's like, I feel threatened, or whatever the fuck she says, while she's the one pointing the gun at the people. Now, one of the major issues with this is, on her shirt, there's mustard stains, (laughs) and they are very clearly defined. So either, uh, what was this uh, bitch's name? Either Patricia was having a good ass sandwich or dinner before she came out or she ain't washed that shirt in a couple days. Or maybe she's just not using the proper stain remover because the stain didn't look that fresh. It was a little faded into the shirt itself. So I'm pretty sure that she just has been walking around with mustard stains on her for the past couple of months and never really cared. Um, You know, that is not a surprise to me when it comes to people like this. Um, If you don't remember in the beginning of the year before the pandemic started, there was like a lot of craze online for social media about people not washing the lower half of their bodies. Um, People were just washing the upper part of their bodies and just said that the soap would flow down their legs and wash their legs. Um, So she looks like the type of person who doesn't wash her legs. I, she most likely doesn't wash her feet in the shower. She just looks like she doesn't wash her feet. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that she has this mustard stains on her shirt. But uh, fuck you two. Very happy that both of you have been charged. And I hope a conviction comes out of it. Because it would just be beautiful. These people who are running out of their houses with their guns saying, I'm protecting myself. I feel threatened. Um, nobody was coming after these people. Nobody wanted anything to do with their house. They were simply marching by. And then these two dumbasses came out with their guns. But the thing that I would like you to remember if you are listening to this is that when people who are privileged feel that their privilege is being threatened, they revert to their violent history. 
Just keep that in mind. People who are privileged, when they feel like their privilege is being threatened, revert to their violent past or their history. That's what it is. Um, Look it up. I'm taking a line from the consciously and say that do research, not me search. But you'll see that there's a history of violence to people who have had privilege. Once they feel like their privilege is threatened, the violence comes out. All right. Um, So another thing, let's talk about this. Uh, uh, President Carrot. President Carrot um, is behind in polls by 15 points in some and 20 points in others. Um, as far as how people feel, how confident he is on taking on the coronavirus pandemic and possible re-election. He is behind, but I'm not going to celebrate about that yet. I'm only going to celebrate once we get the final tally of the votes that he is no longer going to be considered the president of the United States. Um, But I'm bringing him up because I saw something so gloriously hilarious, and that was his interview that he did recently. Um, one was the Fox News interview, which was fucking hilarious. Now, I do not support Joe Biden, um, but Joe Biden will be getting my vote because I refuse to vote for President for Trump. And I refuse to vote for fucking Kanye. But that's another topic of conversation that we're going to get to. Um, but in the polls, because he's behind, all of a sudden there has been the shift of things that are happening. So first thing on Fox News when he was doing his interview, if you haven't watched the interview, I suggest you go watch it. Even though, yes, this man is terrible and disgusting and you don't want to see it, sometimes you have to look at the person who is your adversary and see what they're saying and see what they believe so that way you create the correct plan to defeat them. Um, I can't stress that enough. It is very important to know what the enemy is saying so that way you can look at it and circumnavigate it and get the way to the truth for the people that they are indoctrinating with all of their vile lies and evilness. So on Fox News, he said that Joe Biden wanted to defund the police. Um, That is actually a flat out lie. Joe Biden does not support defunding or abolishing the police. Um, He's actually said that multiple times that he does not support that. Um, That is a platform that I do not agree with when it comes to Joe Biden. I feel that defunding the police and actually adding a lot of their budget to social services and things to help stop situations from getting to where they are would be far more beneficial. And police officers, you would have a much easier job, especially if we could have more social workers out on the streets or highly trained mental health professionals who know how to intervene in family crisis situations or homelessness situations or mental health situations. It would be beautiful to turn that money into that. The police don't need to buy more tanks. They don't need to buy more military-grade weapons. They don't need that. They don't need it at all. Um, so I support defunding the police. But what really made me happy in this interview, because it was on Fox News, the actual interviewer challenged him on it. He got very upset and could not prove his point, which was even far more beautiful. 
And then, of course, there are other false claims that were made. One of the false claims is that the United States has the lowest mortality rate of any country battling COVID. That's a lie. Um, We're actually very quite high on the list. I think we're close to the top 10. So that was a lie. Another lie that was there. And this is the one. And, you know, I'm I'm not even going to call it a lie. We're going to say it was an about face. All of a sudden, this fucking idiot starts supporting wearing a mask and is releasing pictures of him wearing a mask. Now, we have seen the mask denial from this individual over and over and over again. He's been digging his heels in and saying, no, you don't need a mask. Oh, we'll just deal with coronavirus. It'll be fine. But now all of a sudden, this bitch is wearing a mask and saying people should be wearing masks. Now, this is double think at its finest. Um, double speak and double think at its finest because we just previously for the past couple of months have heard from him that masks are not going to be mandated. He wasn't wearing masks. He wasn't encouraging people to wear masks. It was turning into this free speech argument and constitutional right, which one, that's just fucking retarded. Um, This, oh my God, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to use the word retarded. It's just fucking out of this world when I think about it and how there's just this extreme about face because now he's seeing that people are like, well, okay, if you're still on that fuck shit and not actually talking about the facts here and how wearing a mask could have prevented so many of the deaths that we already have, but now you're saying masks are good, masks are great. And the thing about it is his followers, they're, not, they're just gonna eat it up. They're not even gonna acknowledge the hypocrisy that we have witnessed on live television over and over again. They're not even going to acknowledge it. They're just going to say, nope, he's good. We're all good. We're wearing masks now. We're all good. Um, Somebody said to me before, and I don't remember who it was, so forgive me because I want to give you a shout out for it. But they said, you know, one of the things that could have really stopped all of this because a lot of the people who aren't wearing masks out there happen to be Trump supporters or look up to Trump. This idiot could have made masks that said, make make America great again. Or like Donald Trump 2020, he could have had masks like that. And all of his little followers would have ate that shit up like cornbread. They would have snatched it up right off the shelves. The girls would have been in line like it was a pair of Jordans getting released for their little make America great again mask. Could have stopped it. But unfortunately, this man is about as smart as a brick. So, you know, here we are. Here we are in the situation that we're currently in. And more and more and more, I hope that this is starting to spark interest in people's heads to say, hey, maybe I shouldn't be voting for this one. And maybe all of the people who have agreed with him, uh, you know, Florida's governor, I think, and Texas, uh, what's his name, Greg Abbott, uh, Maybe you people in those states can get a light shined in your head now to say, let me vote this man out because this man who has been following the orders of President Carrot has caused a lot of deaths. Um, FYI, these deaths are on your hands. These, the blood is on your hands for not leading a country of people to be safe. That's it. Now, there are talks about a vaccination that's in the works. 
um, which I'm very happy about. But let's not forget, we have the anti-vaxxers out there and we have the people who are going to say it's my body, my choice, which kills me because the same people saying I'm not going to wear a mask is my body, my choice are the same fucking people who are like, no, women can't have abortions. Well, it's the woman's body, so it's her choice, right? It's the same way it's your choice not to wear a mask. Um, these are the same people who are getting upset because they don't get served at a store or a restaurant because they're not wearing a mask. Well, the same way you have the choice to not wear a mask, they have the same choice to protect themselves and their employees and not serve you. So you can't have it both ways. It just doesn't work that way. Just It just doesn't. It doesn't work that way at all. Um, I want to say it's the law of relativity. If I'm wrong, please correct me. But, and I want to say it was Newton that stated that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. And it's very important to look into that. If you don't want to wear a mask, they have a right to not serve you. Your action was not wearing the mask. The reaction was you not being served. It's not a constitutional fight. It's not a Democratic Republican issue. It's just simple everyday life. Every action has a reaction. Every choice comes with a consequence. And that's what we're seeing. So you people who are out there not wearing your mask, you're part of the problem of why beaches and shit are probably about to get shut down again. Excuse me, y'all. My throat just got really, really dry. Um, another little bit of what we got going on here, which I am loving to see, uh, is that people are going to have to be held accountable. And these are like, <coughs> excuse me, not coronavirus, just a dry throat. But in states like Oregon, in cities like Portland, there are federal agents who look like militarized soldiers on the streets, abducting people, throwing them into vans, and taking them to secluded and safe areas for questioning and detainment. It is beautiful to see that the government of these cities like Portland and their mayor and governor have said that this is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. We are protesting the fact that police violence is out of control. We are protesting the fact that since the inception of the police, more and more police units and cities have been militarized with tanks, acoustic weaponry, dispersal weaponry that is really military-grade weaponry. And you think the way to stop the problem that we're having is to send in even more militarized federal agents? It's so backwards. And it's so beautiful to see that the government of these cities where this is happening are fighting back and saying this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. It is American if you want to talk about America, to be able to protest. It is American to have the right to free speech. 
and you'll scream it at the top of a mountain to say, I want free speech to not wear a mask. Well, can I have my free speech to say I don't want to be killed in the middle of the street just because of the color of my skin? You say it's American to be able to walk around with your gun on your back or to point your gun at somebody or to stand your ground. So how is it un-American that I'm doing that, the exact same thing, just because I'm black? The sheer hypocrisy that has been displayed in the last few weeks and the last few months is astounding. And you would never think that people would think this way. But George Orwell, in his book 1984, nailed it on the head. Double think and double speech. Double think is the concept of, let's say I look at the sky and I say the sky is blue. And then the government tells me, no, the sky is green. But I'm clearly seeing that the sky in my field of vision is blue. That can be considered double speak. Turning into double think is, let's say you're somebody who happens to have white privilege. Double think would be the concept of, no, you don't have white privilege. And then someone turns around and says, okay, I'm going to give this to you because you're white. It is contradicting the exact statement that's just been in your head. The person has told you you don't have privilege, but then gives you something because of privilege of being white. That is what we're clearly seeing happening in the media, in this country, and it's just sickening. It's just sickening. So just think about that, y'all. Just think about that. It's something to think about. Um... We dealt with a lot of fuckery. And this week is only going to get bigger and probably even more fucked up, which it gives me content to talk about. But after a while, I don't even want to see the television. I don't want to see the news. And I don't even want to get on Twitter. If I didn't have to, I wouldn't. Just wouldn't be able to do it. All right, y'all. So those are a little bit of the highlights that I just wanted to talk about. Very briefly. Um, now, today's episode. This is going to be called the Fuckboy Anthology. Um, and I'm going to call it the Fuckboy Anthology because it's a fuckboy episode. We're going to talk about fuckboys. I'm here for it. Um, so, you know what? The first fuckboy that I'm going to talk about is going to have a very specific name. And this is the Kanye fuckboy. So, the Kanye fuckboy. If you happen to see um, Kim Kardashian's husband on television or online, wherever you saw his uh, first presidential campaign rally. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing I want to figure out is it looks like this man rented out like some basement concert space to have his rally. Two, he's walking around and there's like niggas behind him looking like they are just bored trying to text on their cell phone. And he's walking around in this bulletproof vest that says security on it. Um, And he's talking about just some of the most astronomically flabbergasting things that I ever heard. Um, The quote that really sent me and I immediately was like, nope, I can't finish watching this bullshit was... 
that Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. She just took them to work for other white people. Um, problematic all over. Uh, I do not feel like unpacking the statement because I feel like trying to unpack this is going to be like trying to solve a Rubik's Cube underwater as you're getting attacked by a shark that is also being swallowed by a killer whale. Um, it's just a whole clusterfuck of things. But the reason why Kanye has his own fuckboy category is because a Kanye fuckboy, they have a few different things that are in common. One is that they talk very loud. They talk super loud. Because the louder that they talk, the more intelligent they feel they seem. The second part of it, they create logic out of things that are completely illogical. But they draw you in with some other kind of thing. Maybe their music, which we've seen. Maybe their art or their talent outside of music. They might just be good looking, but they are about as smart as a brick. Um, you know, I, a brick has more sense than that. Let's... uh. About as smart as a blade of grass. No, grass at least knows that they can grow from sunlight. Um, about as smart as a Cheeto bag. That's what you really get from it. Because once you start to unpack and listen to all the hotep shit that they say, it's like, oh, okay, this was never going to make sense no matter how hard I looked at it. And it never was going to make sense from the point that I first saw it and from the first time that I asked somebody else if they saw it. This was never gonna make a lick of sense. That is a Kanye fuckboy. They'll keep you around because maybe they have some hype, maybe they have something that really attracts people to them, or maybe they just have popularity in their back pocket. But once you sit down and you have that conversation, you might end up breaking your neck trying to turn your head so fast to say, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. Oh my God. When I saw it, it took me about a day and a half to watch as much of the video as I could, but none of it makes sense. Like none at all. I feel like I was watching somebody tell the story of Alice in Wonderland who never read Alice in Wonderland. So they were just making it up based on the characters that they've seen in images of the book and movie. Like, that's what I feel like I was watching. It's motherfucking crazy. All right. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a little breaky poos. I'm actually going to coat this throat with some water. We're going to make some coins. And then I'll be right back with the rest of our fuck boys. Hey, y'all. So shopping for clothes is never easy, especially for me. I feel like I go into a store, I get lost or I get annoyed or there's rude children or rude people who work there and I just don't get it. At the end of it, not only am I missing money, but then I'm Smeckledorf, bamboozled and completely confused on the products that I bought because I was just annoyed and trying to get out the store. So I love to shop online. So you're probably wondering I'm bringing this up. Well, part of today's episode is sponsored by Salvatore Franco. Salvatore Franco is an online fashion designer who has great clothing for men and women and non-binary people. 
through their website, salvatorefranco.com. And because you're a listener of Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy, you can get 25% off of your order, no matter what you order, by using the offer code AJV25 at checkout. That's A-J-A-Y-V as in Victor, 25 at checkout. When you use that offer code, doesn't matter what you buy from the website, you get 25% off the order. I have some of their V-neck t-shirts and their trousers, and not only are they comfortable, but the fabric quality is amazing, and you're not going to be gypped and buying clothes that are maybe going to last one cycle. So if you're interested, check them out at salvatorefranco.com. That's Salvatore spelled S-A-L-V-A-T-O-R-E, Franco, F. R-A-N-C-O dot com. And remember at checkout, enter offer code AJV25. That's A-J-A-Y-V as in Victor, 25. It'll get you 25% off your order and you can get all this amazing items without having to brave the coronavirus going to a store. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, so I am back. Um, Throat is all coated and ready to talk to you and be delicious. So our second fuckboy that I'm going to talk about tonight, um, I'm actually going to have to bring myself to the front of the congregation on this one. And this is the Casper fuckboy. And when I say Casper, I mean Casper the friendly ghost. This is the fuckboy that comes into your life, gives you all these good little nuggets of happiness and maybe threw some glitter bombs your way, maybe calls you in the morning, afternoon, and evening just to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Ask what you eat, ask how your day's going, and just smother you with love and give you all this good shit. And then, and then, that nigga turns into Casper disappears off the radar like he never existed. I have to say, I have done that. I have been that fuckboy, and I'm calling my ass out because I just did it recently, and I had to go back and say, wait, bitch, you're doing what was done to you. So the Casper fuckboy has some traits that you can pick up on. One of the traits is that a Casper fuckboy is very present in spurts, in spurts of time. So it's like maybe you get like a good couple of weeks, maybe you get a month or so of constant communication, constant conversation, constant smiles, giggles, and tickle fights. And then all of a sudden, nothing. Just disappears. Almost like, you know, eating a bowl of kicks, kicks cereal. Now, I haven't eaten cereal in like a good 20 years. I'm just not a fan of the cereal. Um, but when I think of like Kix cereal, because I love Kix as a kid, you put the cereal in the milk and it is good for like the first 12 bites. But after a while, Kix get soggy very fast and they lose their sweet taste on the outside. It's like this little sweet taste of honey. And then the rest of it's probably just blown up cardboard or, uh, you know, I'm not even sure it was real like 
food things. It was probably like stuffing from teddy bears. But it was sweet, and then you get that, and then it's gone. That's what a Casper fuckboy is. You get that initial sweet, good taste that leaves you craving and wanting more. And then they give you a little bit more, maybe a little bit more. And then something happens, whether it's in their personal life, maybe it's something that they took offense to, or maybe it was something that they didn't know how to handle. So what do they do? Poof, they disappear. They run through a wall. They are now the soggy bits of kick cereal that is at the bottom of the bowl, a bowl that maybe you don't want to eat. Uh, maybe you didn't even know it was there. Not until you dump the milk out. You're like, oh, bitch, there was more cereal in here. You never know. That is the Casper fuckboy. Um, I am guilty of it. I really am. And I had to bring myself in front of the congregation and actually take my punches on the chin from it. Uh, I recently ghosted two people. And then I had to go back and say, hey, I need to explain to you why I ghosted. And then I also need to explain why I'm not coming back. So that way you can get closure and I can have closure on the situation before I move on to the next chapter. Uh, it was not easy and I don't have any right or place to say that it was hard on me and a, oh, pity me. Because no, I'm pretty sure I hurt the people that I ghosted. I'm pretty sure I did. So Casper fuckboys, just know because you disappear and you don't see the damage that you caused, the damage is still there. The girl doesn't go away. She's sitting there with the match flickering it back and forth and a broom soaked in gasoline. And it, all it takes is just one moment for that lighter to hit that damn floor. And the person you ghosted might go up in flames and come and find you and be ready to motherfucking fight. So just think about that. Just think about it. Just think about it. Just think about it. Um, all right. <clears throat> so the next fuckboy I want to talk about, this is the mama boy fuckboy. So a mama boy fuckboy. You might be wondering what that is, or maybe you figured it out. One, this is a mama's boy who goes to his mama about everything. You know, if you happen to sneeze while you're having dinner, all of a sudden he's on the phone with his mom. Sitting there like, oh my God, this bitch just sneezed. What do I do? What do I do? Or whenever you have an argument or you have a fight in your relationship or friendship, they run to their mom and they want to tell their mom about everything that's going on. So now mom's got a whole different idea of who you are in their head once they finally meet you. A mama boy fuckboy is also a fuckboy who is not responsible or at least does not take responsibility for the actions that he makes. Personal accountability is always a factor in the equation of a problem. And we have to make sure that we address it when it comes up. Um, let's give you an example of it. Example of a mama boy fuck boy would be the guy who cheats on his girlfriend or part, a significant other um maybe steals money maybe always takes the car runs it down and never wants to keep it up or keep the gas tank full and then as soon as you try to talk to them about it they freak out and they're like okay i'm just gonna leave and then you know the first place they're going or calling is their mom 
They're going to call on your mom and make it seem like you're the problem and not them. That is a mama's boy fuck boy. And sometimes the mom themselves can be a part of the fuck boy equation because they feed into that shit. You know, I will never be a mother. I do not have that genetically able to me. But I can see that moms like to baby their sons. It happens. It's just part of natural life. It's how it goes. But moms out there, if Tony comes home to you after crashing Trisha's car, it's not Trisha's fault. She didn't do anything. Tony's the one who crashed the car. No matter how much you console him, he's still in the wrong because he didn't pick her ass up from work after he crashed the car. All right? Just one of those things. We got to kind of work through it, acknowledge it, put it in the piggy bank, and keep it pushing. Uh, A mama's boy fuckboy has some warning signs out there for you. Not only that they just run to their mom, but they always call their mom 24-7. Even when it's a situation where it can be handled without mom. Uh, A lot of the times you're going to be playing second fiddle to mom. Um, I'm not saying that when you get into a relationship, you just discard your parents. But your significant other, the person that you are with, they do deserve some consideration before you run off to your mom to tell your mom about your relationship. I mean, you just got to do one of those things. You got to think about it. And now, one of the things that a mama boy fuckboy does a lot of is when you, the person who is opposite of the fuckboy, goes to your friends or maybe your family to say, I want to talk about this man or this woman and whatever the fuck they're doing to me. As soon as they find out that you told somebody else the fucked up shit that they do, all of a sudden, you're the bad person. Like, they'll look at you like, what in the world? Why did you go talk to them about this, that, and the other? And then as soon as you say, well, why did you go talk to your mom about it? Their response more likely nine times out of ten is could be because that's my mama. (laughs) And they are quick to do that. They are super quick to do that. They will run to tell their mama how you burnt the bottom of the pancakes. And then, of course, mom is going to be like, oh, sit down, baby. Let me make you some pancakes. Now, y'all know I love pancakes. Pancakes are delicious, delicioso. They're so good. So, you know, I mean, if I run to somebody and they make me pancakes better than what you made me, I'm kind of going to side with the pancake maker. But that still doesn't change the fact that I'd be a fuckboy at that point. Um, So that is another type of fuckboy that I have recently ran into. And you know what? I'm just going to tell you, I'm not here for it. Um... Mom isn't getting what I'm getting from you, and I can't get what I get from you from your mom. So just remember, if I decide to be like, well, I'm just going to cut you off, I'm all good. All right. So I'm going to take you on to our next fuckboy. And this is the clout fuckboy. The clout fuckboy. This is going to be an individual who is going to come into your life or maybe be a part of your life, and try to do anything they can for clout. This is going to be the fuckboy who borrows your new car to take pictures and ride around speeding or doing their little videos on TikTok and shit and your shit. Uh, This is going to be the fuckboy who's out there flexing with everything that maybe you bought them that they could have never bought themselves. 
Uh, this is going to be the fuckboy who's out there with, let's say, grills and all these fancy expensive things, but doesn't have a place to live. Possibly living in his mom's house. So, you know, you can combine it. A clout fuck... A clout mama's boy fuck boy. That's very wordy to say. So we'll say a clout mama fuck boy. A clout mama fuck boy. I like that. That that can happen. Uh, a clout chaser. Somebody who's out there trying to get famous and is willing to do anything for it. That's probably going to be your clout chasing fuck boy. Um, a few examples of them. You know, July 4th just passed and we saw people with their hands blown on it off and shit just for a social media video. Um, holding the firework in their hand so it can explode. That's doing a lot for some clout there. Uh, another example of it, let's say they spent $300 on a pair of J's, but they have no lights on in their apartment. If they have an apartment, they're behind in their rent. Even though they could afford it to pay it, you're going after that clout just to have the items. Some of the signs that you can pick up on them for a clout chasing fuckboy, this is going to be one that sticks out like crazy. They have very, very expensive things, but never have money for the basic things in life and may have to ask over and over for your opinion or your help to pay the basic essentials of life. You know, like rent, gas and electric, uh, for groceries, for deodorant. I mean, these are things that you got to think about. And these can be the examples that you see. Another example of clout chasing fuckboy, they will dick you the fuck down and then immediately after be like, oh, can I borrow your car for a little bit? Or, you know, let me hop on the gram and we can't even sit here and cuddle and enjoy it. Now, clout chasing fuckboys typically have good dick. They typically have really good dick because that dick is their currency. Just like a money or a broke fuckboy, their currency is their penis. And if they can give you some damn good dick and down, you know, churning your pussy like butter, like a butter churner just in there, just mm, fucking it up, they know they can get access to the things you have to add to their clout. So it's just a little warning sign, just a little something, something to look out for. It's very important to know these warning signs. But one of the biggest warning signs that I have picked up myself for a clout chasing fuckboy is their willingness to do everything and anything to post on social media. Like everything and anything. I'm not talking about going to the beach and taking a selfie or just taking some selfies and having some fun. I'm talking about these niggas are willing to go walk up and slap some random person and post it online and say, oh, haha, it's a joke. Yay. Follow me. Or these are the niggas who are out there doing donuts in their cars dangerously in the middle of the city and then running over people only just for a social media post or a Facebook or Instagram live. Those are the people I'm talking about. So pay attention to their habits, their activities, the things that they do, because you're going to pick up on it very, very easily once you start to notice those warning signs. Uh, 
The last one that I want to bring up in this episode, because I love breaking down some fuckboys, this fuckboy is going to be the fuckboy that I consider hard to leave, but easy to identify. And this is the controlling fuckboy. The controlling fuckboy has his tactics of what he does. He draws you in, makes you feel fantastic, um, just like a lot of the other fuckboys, probably has some real good dick or some real good ass, but will constantly work to turn things around on you to establish control. Example of it would be, let's say you plan to go to Vegas or something with your friends. And they figure a way how to talk you out of going to Vegas because they actually want to use that money to go someplace else. So in order to do that, they may try to isolate you from your friends or they may try to convince you that what you're doing isn't the right thing for your money or for your time. That is a controlling fuckboy. Uh, Another example of that is they are going to try to dictate your entire life to you. Meanwhile, as soon as you ask a question about their life, it becomes world, world, fucking five in the house. It's like, why are you asking me? Why are you saying I should do this? Why are you telling me to do this? It's just like, wait, hang on. We're just doing the same mutual conversation that you just gave to me. A controlling fuckboy is a fuckboy who... As soon as their control or dominance is challenged, it turns into a huge problem, even if it was just a simple question you were asking. That is what they do. That is how they work. They give you that good old dick down and give you all the sweet loving and care to make sure that you are more susceptible to them and their control. Let's say that trip again, and you're thinking you want to go on the trip. They might try to talk to you about it while their ball's deep in you. They might try to talk about it while they're throwing it back on you. Just to say, oh, you don't really want to go. You don't really want to do that. They have this mentality. They have the smarts. They may even do it right after sex. Give you all that good sex and then start a massive argument about something they don't want you to do. Because they have another item in plan. Controlling fuckboys can be a little dangerous. Um, So you got to learn how to identify them and the things that they do. Now, I wish a controlling fuckboy was easy to spot like a PlayStation controller. Like as soon as they get in their control mode, just the light flips on. It's like, and then you're like, oh, that's that's what we got here. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, no. Um, The biggest warning sign I can give you when it comes to a fuckboy who's all about controlling what you do is immediate jealousy or anger or change in how they act, feel, or behave when you decide to do something independently. It is a big warning sign. Look out for it because it's out there. Another thing to look out for, they try to fuck up how you like pancakes Pancakes are a very personal situation. We all love fluffy disc of cake. 
And if they try to fuck up how you like pancakes and tell you that you shouldn't eat your pancakes that way, they are a controlling fuckboy and you need to get rid of them. Send their asses to like IHOP or something at that point. If they want that much choice, go get some goddamn tutti fruity pancakes from IHOP. Those are disgusting. Sorry, I went on a little bit of a tangent that had nothing to do with this. Um, but those are the pointers I'm going to give you for the fuckboys tonight. Just a little fuckboy anthology, just a little bit to talk about and let it ring in your ears. I hope it did something good for you. I hope it made you laugh. I hope it made you chuckle at least. If it didn't, then you know what? Just come back for next week's episode and I might be even funnier because at that point, I may not be sober. I'm completely sober in this episode. So take that alcohol. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. I just want to say thank you again, because without you listening, this show is not possible for me at all. I appreciate all the love I receive online and all the emails and things that you're sending in because they really, really help this go even further, smoother and farther than I ever could have imagined. Um, If you want to interact with the show, uh, like I always say, please feel free to do so through the social medias at Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy or at Lifestyle GBB. Or feel free to email me at LifestyleGBB at gmail.com. Also, whatever podcasting app you're listening on, feel free to give me a rating and a review. I appreciate that as well because it makes me more visible. And without you, this show is not possible. So I completely appreciate it. I'm going to head out, y'all, because it's about that time for me to get in this bed and have a pillow fight and probably get dragged by my blanket. But I'll talk to you again soon.